previously on The Mortal Path. It is obvious that you hold, rightly, the power in this city, in this land, and I would like to assist you where I can, and pledge myself to your service for for a while. Oh, Derry, I was worried. Uh, you were worried. Yeah, I was worried. I, I tell you what, I didn't stop being worried when you came in. Um, I hope you've got a plan. Um, maybe? I've got a plan. If we want to kill her, I think I've got a plan to do it. Nah. Yeah? If Taro's going, I want to come too. Okay. I know I'm not very helpful, but oh, no, I'm, I'll try. I'm, I'm sure it'll be helpful, especially for gonna try and assassinate the queen started to lead you down this tunnel into some chamber of sorts in the the firemouth now nerim you have dark vision mm-hmm. and it's also clear that eusebius does too as she is navigating this very easily but nat do you have a light source i'm gonna take up my sword mm-hmm. and whisper uh ruby death and my sword's gonna light up okay nice and if uh you see if you look over and say, oh, so I can see. She does. She kind of like looks over her shoulder and like clocks the sword and just <laughs> kind of says, you know, don't get too close. Of course not, my queen. She walks down this corridor with purpose and pride in her gait. She is, she clearly knows this very well. I'd like both of you to make perception checks, please. Oh, fuck. That's terrible. <laughs> 12. A 14. You've got a minus on that, and I and you beat me. <laughs> so, what you both notice is that this rock is very porous, and it's reminiscent of the rock in the cave where you woke up. It's the same kind of almost honeycomb-esque quality to it, and you do both notice these like little bits of sand as you go by that also look familiar and both of you being magical you get like a very 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 vague tingle although it's kind of difficult to do that kind of reading when you are standing next to nat's flaming sword which is incredibly magical and i mean presumably is is there active lava in the in the crater of this volcano yeah it's hot you're like dripping sweat yeah. yeah, but you're kind of like going into the rock of the mountain. You're going away from the lava. The lava is to your backs. I also have a question. What kind of music can I hear? Oh, death grips. <laughs> death metal, no. Um, Rammstein, yeah. yeah. Yes, you can hear music. Snow halation. And well, it's just a story all about how my <laughs> life got... Got flipped, turned <laughs> upside down. <laughs> <laughs> You can hear music, and it is not quite the same lullaby as Ooh. the one that you have been hearing in oh, Temperate. Oh, 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 oh. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the same song, but it's different voices, and it sounds more organic, let's say, than maybe 
whatever you were hearing in the city. Organic. Organic. So like Mm -hmm. less trained choir, more drunk people at closing time. It sounds less like a channeled recording and more like it's happening around you. Oh, it's a live show. Yes. It's it's high quality audio. (laughs) It's a live show. So that's that's what you can hear. Very faintly. Seems to be coming from kind of like below you, maybe. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. This corridor that she leads you down is easily 50 or so feet. And it goes at a slight angle heading downwards. And as you are walking, Eusebius leads you into this chamber. And that the illumination from your sword lights it up enough that you can see it. Although it's all these like flickering shadows that make it seem like bigger than it actually is and more like cavernous the ceilings maybe like 20 or so foot up in the center with like a domed roof the floor is relatively flat it's not a perfectly flat one it's clearly been carved out of the rock but not necessarily like totally perfectly there is an altar of sorts like the kind of one that you would get in a in a temple um that is covered in what looks like very very old and dried blood there are also bits of like rockery and rubble around and towards like the back of the chamber there is clearly a what would be a passage but has been like caved in so there would be a way like deeper into the mountain but it's blocked off by rubble you do not see anybody else in here so eusebius strides up to this altar and she like puts her hand kind of like reverently no reverently on top of revenant is a different thing reverently (laughs) on top of it what are y'all doing my queen what what is this it is some ancient altar i found it here i found mentions of its writings in the eternal labyrinth what, what, what is written about the altar, my queen? Not much, just that it exists here. There is an account from Keely Keelan, one of the prophets of the cloud. She spoke of it, how she had travelled to see it after seeing it in a dream. It's interesting, isn't it? And all this blood. Is that... Oh, that's what that is. That, that's, uh... That, that wasn't you, was it, my queen? She, like, looks over her shoulder and she crooks, <laughs> like this little half smile and she goes no not all of it oh (coughs) while this conversation is going on now that we are in the room i'm going to be actively looking for tarot so can i do a yes make me a perception check uh that's better 17 so you kind of like peer around a little bit and you see just this like tiny tiny edge of what might be a cloak behind one of the bits of rubble great I will bear that in mind. Okay, you know where Taro is. You, you're pretty sure. Yeah, and I know. Apart from anything else, I know he turned up. Yes, you do. <laughs> so that's good. Yes. <laughs> or he left a cloak here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my secret plan to leave a cloak somewhere. <laughs> yeah. My queen, what does the altar do? It gives gifts. I'll show you. Um, my, my queen, I can't help but notice. Um, It looks rather a lot like blood. And I, did you just say it was blood? I think you just said it was blood. She did. She said she definitely yeah. said it was yeah, blood. Yeah, said it was blood. And so, uh, what kind of gifts? Yeah. Uh, how, how does <clears throat> how are the gifts obtained? Is it more like a transaction than a gift? <laughs> she laughs again as she like puts her hand out to you, Nat. And she goes, "Don't you trust me?" <laughs> of course, my queen. Give me your hand. Alrighty. <laughs> Come on, Gary, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. I have the bottle of healing stuff in my pocket and I am just fiddling with the cork. 
I I will give her my hand. Okay. She takes it and she like leads you to the altar and she puts your hand like flat on the middle of it, palm down, and she like looks at you. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's just an altar covered in old blood. Oh, by the way, you should definitely snip the last thing you just said there about you see if you're leaving that leading that to the altar and just push that on the desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna chuckle nervously. Oh, make my very good, my queen. Um, why why are we down here? Because of this, and she points to where the tunnel is blocked off, and she says, "There's more down here. It's difficult to get to." I want to get past this blockage. You can see I've already done a lot of the work. Korviak, of course, helped me before, although he isn't around anymore. Why don't you just uh, get some guards or some people with shovels and no, excavate No, no, no. This is a sacred space. And sometimes there are gifts left in here, not on the altar and not in any way that I can see to make happen, but these two sides were here. I see. Oh, the ones on your back. She ignores you. Wow. No, oh, it's fine. Do you think this place has anything to do with the jackals? I think it's their graveyard. Oh, nice. Any chance they'll rise from the grave? What? You know, like them skeletons did? Things don't rise from the dead. Do things rise from the dead where you're from? No, but you've literally got a skeleton advisor who's ridden from, from the dead. Actually, do we know that? Maybe he was always like that. Maybe they just have. I mean, they've got very weird tieflings. Is the skeleton advisor's born like that? Nat, you better ask her. A skeleton advisor's born like that. All I know is that they arrived in Tenbrin. Some say they came out of the ground, out of the lava. Some say that they arrived in a delegation, but they're not undead. Oh, I see. You mean a skeleton? I do. Thank you, strange voice. It's a mystery. She turns to, like, the the rock, and she starts to, like, heave these bits of stone, and as she pulls one out, there is this magical, like, that all three of you can feel, and it's like a war drum that kind of goes in your souls as she, like, drags it aside. She doesn't seem to notice, and she reaches for the next one. Oh, what's... I, I stop poking Nat in the knee. Nat, <clears throat> what's she doing? I think she's excavating, Neri. And I think I'm going to join her. And I'm going to put down my sword okay. nearby and start um, pulling out some rocks. I wish to be very clear. I stand near to Nat's sword okay. Thank whilst you. they are doing this. Make me an arcana check, please, Nat. An arcana check? An arcana check, please, Nat. Aha. That's the the peasants fine. <laughs> They're magic. Oh good. It's weird. It's a mm. weird weird magic. And as you like grab one of these bits of rock and you like grip onto it, there's just a slight give to it that's deeply unsettling. And as you put it aside, you look at your hands and they are like covered in old blood. Like, blood that is, like, congealed. Oh, hell the fuck, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stare down at my hands for a 
good old while. They're more red than usual. Shut the fucking nande. A concept warning everyone, this episode has blood in it. I just discovered this phrase the other day. I had no idea what that was. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) Masen. It it means wait a minute. Samima, excuse me? Okay. So, um, God's sake. Yeah. She, like, notices you looking at your hands and she, like, shows hers and they have, like, the same blood. And she goes, The stone here bleeds, but it's no blood I've ever seen. Right. Can I roll for intelligence? Yes, please. What are you trying to think about? I want to see if I've heard of iron oxide. I haven't. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Yeah. After like a couple of like moments of pulling bits of rock, she shows you these like carved strats into the side of the tunnel that you are kind of excavating. And these are covered in like glyphs and runes. They look like they're made out of bone, you know, like um a strat's the right word, you know the things struts. in mind. Struts. 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 Um yeah, these <laughs> I was gonna ask, I was like, what the Yeah, okay. I was... <laughs> got those late strats. Yeah, so struts. Um and they are covered in glyphs and runes and your eyes of the runekeeper can read them. Oh, and by the way, I'm also, I'm going to cast Dancing Lights. Okay. Why, why haven't I done that in the first place? Okay. Um, and, okay. Are you yeah. doing, cast? are you casting that first or are you looking at the runes first? I'm going to cast them lights first. That's an okay. ominous question, Yubi. <laughs> so you're uh-huh. going to, so you're going to cast a spell in here. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Gary, you should have heard the ominous damn question. Answer the right I, way. Uh, Can you please I, roll I, me a d20 and tell me what you got? I mean, to be fair, the blade didn't do anything, but that is a spell effect rather than casting a spell. That's a 10. No, the blade didn't do anything. because yeah, because, And also, Nat cast it in the corridor, not in the chamber. Oh, yeah. So, that a 10? Yeah. Okay. As you Is there an effects table here? Shit. As you cast this spell and you feel like the magic like leave you... There is this huge crack sound from somewhere below you. This like sound of crashing, snapping rock or something below you. And you see this kind of like freezes and she looks over to you and there is a look of like mixture of terror and excitement. And she goes, cast another one. Uh, Are you sure, my queen? Yes. I'm gonna, oh. Oh, what am I gonna do? Oh no. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach slowly downwards and just hold on to the hilt of Nat's sword. Okay. So that it's being held by someone. Okay. Thank you. Thank Taro, you. Lua and you are like huddled behind a rock. Lua looks ready to just kind of like Lua is terrified and like they are barely holding it together. They're holding their short sword and they're looking at you wide eyed, like, what are we doing? What is happening? When is this kicking off? I just shrug. I, I know. I expected it to kick off by now. <laughs> I've I've collected my minute of data, and I'm I've got that <laughs> under the ha- under my hood. But but I I was expecting it to kick off. That's, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna give him a shrug and just be like, uh-uh. Uh-uh. yeah. Uh-uh. I'm gonna dancing lights again. Okay. Uh, roll me another d20, please. Ooh. Gary, please don't. It's a 10. It's a 10? Oh. <laughs> yeah. There is another resounding crack <sighs> from below. <sighs> and this, I, wa- I want you to imagine what it would sound like if, like, four double-decker buses dropped off the top of a skyscraper. This, like, 
huge smash, crash, crack sound of just like impact beyond belief. That is vivid. We should we should just get rid of the decibel scale. I just don't want to the UV I mean, scale. Who knows what a decibel I don't know sounds like? How do you how do those? Nah, nah, nah. Is is this a good idea? Oh, let me just uh, see if I can decipher these runes. <laughs> It says, don't cast a spell, it'll make a loud noise. <laughs> but what do the runes say, Yubi? Okay, so she kind of like looks at you curiously as you say that. Like, how could you possibly know what, what they say? They take a minute to kind of order themselves in your in your mind. And as you read them, they are difficult to read, not because you don't understand them, but because without context, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But they, they look like they're prayers of some kind, like carved into the rock. There's lots of like pleas for either mercy or for blessings. There's um, apologies for misdemeanors or transgressions. Like it's very jumbled. And because you're only seeing like a little bit of one carved strut that's out the yeah. rubble, it's some sort of religious text or religious um, carvings, but without the context, you, you don't really know. Make me, make me a religion check, but at disadvantage. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh. oh. And a nine, so that's 10. A 10. Yeah, okay. sounds like you're losing your religion. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't... Okay, with a 10, there's no mention of any god that you know or have heard of. And with that, it's it's difficult to see if it is actually like a deity in the classic sense that you understand deities to be or if it's something a little bit more solid postmodern deity yeah postmodern deity um, what does that mean like garfield <laughs> <laughs> oh. huh. that's a thick piece okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say no i i don't understand what this means i don't see how you could she's very good at reading she turns to you then for the first time and she says are you going to keep talking this entire time I turn to Nat and I say, I don't know, Nat, if you've got a problem with it. Oh, <laughs> pick a fucking side. <laughs> I'm gonna. Bring, bring. <laughs> okay. Boop, chat. Boop, 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 boop. Hello? Oh, hang on. Who's this? <laughs> and I'm gonna say, uh, in the group chat, um, just, just go with me on this. Trust me. I'm happy to go with you. I'll take it from you, but not her. And wow. <laughs> then out loud, I say, Yes, Neri, why don't you just shut up and be quiet? I drop a curtsy immediately in Nat's direction and say, of course, I'm sorry. Give me back my sword. What are you doing with that? Of course, I'm sorry. And I hand I hand Nat back her sword. I wink while facing away from the queen. <laughs> I grimace. Oh, uh, uh, guys, was that a spell? Uh, ooh. I don't think it is, is it? It's a magical effect, but it's not a spell. It's our Kekai Genkai, so it doesn't count. <laughs> If anything, it would be ninjutsu. Just you wait till I activate my Sharingan. And then... <laughs> Man, we are so on topic and focused this episode. Nobody wants to get into the fighting. <laughs> so we're like no. avoiding it. So... We're gonna die. I had a pun to make and then we moved away from the thing that was dependent on the pun. So I'm just, I'm just like, I don't care anymore about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Ed, I'm so um, sorry. I like your priorities though. The thing that was dependent on the pun. Yeah. Roll me, roll me a... Uh, roll me a d20. If it's 1 to 10, we'll count it as a spell. If it's 11 to 20, it won't be. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, that one. 
Uh, okay, roll me another d20, please. Don't roll a 10 this time. Holy fucking shit. Did you roll another 10? I did. Okay. Hey, how many 10s is that? You've rolled like four 10s in a row. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, normally that wouldn't be an issue with a dice, but I think you should put that one away. That, that's three natural 10s and a, uh, an augmented 10. I, I will switch die. Okay. I think... <laughs> superstitiously. Another loud crack from below somewhere. Ah! And you see this kind of like looks around at that. And then she looks at the dancing <laughs> lights that you still have up and yep. she is going to make an intelligence I'll check. To wiggle them. Okay. Wiggle them like she genuinely just got a nat twenty on that intelligence check. Fuck. Oh so no. She uh she kind of like looks at you and narrows her eyes and goes, "What did you do?" <laughs> I say, "Ow! I'm sorry, Nat. You can have your sword back. I won't do it again." <laughs> I just just uh pricked her a little. Okay. Just a little prick. <laughs> Deception check with advantage, please. For me. Well, either you can both do one or someone can do it with advantage. Uh, how about you do it with advantage, Gary? Yep. <laughs> hey, if only there was someone in this party who was good at deception. Who wasn't hiding behind a rock. Twenzo. Twenty. Oh, nice. Okay. She she kind of like nods her head and gives a little kind of half smile, but like there's a lingering look between like towards you, Narium. And she turns back to the rocks and she kind of like looks at them for a second with her hands on her hips. And she says, can you break them? While she has her back to us and is looking at the rocks with her hands on her hips, I am absolutely flicking her the veins <laughs> just quickly. <laughs> but only while she has her back okay. to us. And then I will put my hands down. Okay. <laughs> I am going to pull out the Alice wheel. Okay. Uh-oh. Ah, oh, it's on. Okay. Is this a place where I could see from where I'm at? Yeah, I will say that you can, like, peer around the rock to see it. Cool. Uh, my, my queen, I, I fear for your safety. Let me just put this here. If you just uh, tap that button there, and I'm uh, pointing at the one, uh, that'll give you a, a shield, which will prevent you just in case there's a, a collapse of some kind. What is that? Oh, it's just a, a, a defensive thing. Where did you get it from? Uh, it came with me from Alfalan, from Iskra. Let me see it. Here you go. She will, like, take it and, like, turn it in her hands. A shielding mechanism? Indeed. Why would I need a shielding mechanism? Just in case the cave collapses. And yourself? What will you do if the cave collapses? I, I am able to, to create a small shield around myself. I mean, unfortunately, this little one will die. <laughs> oh, well. I can run very fast. Ignores you. She narrows her eyes at it, and she says, So you will cast a spell to get rid of the rock, and this is to protect me. Exactly. How does it work? When you press it, uh, a, a bubble appears around you and uh, stops things from hitting you. <laughs> Make me a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> With advantage. Advantage. Well, because you just proved your loyalty to her. Uh, it's persuasion to make her press the button. She doesn't have any arcane knowledge. Like she, she's not going to be able to tell what this item does. That's true. Is it ten, Gary? It's not a ten. Okay. Uh, it's a natural regicidal nineteen. Okay. For a total of twenty-three. Which button? That one there, and I point to the first button. Okay. Oh. The one which would move her ten foot. 10 foot like into the rock yep okay she clicks the button and she disappears 
and there is a horrible crunch from like oh my God. the rock that you have oh just made her jump into. Holy fuck! Did that work? Did you just do that? I, I think it might have. Well, let's. I, I think we should excavate this just carefully, just to make sure. Taro, Taro, Taro. Taro like jumps out, like panic looking. Quick, do the queen's face. The guards might come any minute. Do the queen's face. I think. I think Taro like runs over to where she disappeared and just starts kind of pawing at the ground, like trying to dig. Yeah, I'm gonna start digging. Yeah, digging as well, because we want to find. We want to find her mangled corpse, Yubi. Okay, okay. Uh, so did you send her 10 feet back into the rock or 10 feet down into the ground? I mean, if it's 10 feet down into the ground, I'm happy. But <laughs> if it's 10 feet, like, forward, like if she was doing it yeah. facing the rock, yeah. then I'd like to excavate okay. the rock a bit. Okay, I'd like both of you to make me strength checks, please, if you're just pulling rock out. And, and you both notice as you're doing this, again, like, it's this almost, like, squish to the rock and your hands come out covered in this, like old congealed blood that that is iron smelling and not good yeah tara is doing this frantically i am turning around to see the big furry cat person and go who the fuck are you i got 14 on that i got eight lua like turns to you narium goes i don't think i know anymore i've got no idea what's happening anymore at all how the fuck did she just what just happened okay so it takes you a good kind of like 30 minutes to claw out this rock with with those um with with those strength rolls after maybe after about 30 minutes you do find like one mangled hand kind of sticking out of a bit of like the rock i would like one of you to roll me a d20 can i say that during this tarot has said nothing and is very focused on this task. Okay. I think Taro should roll. Yeah, okay. Okay, I'm going to let you know now that I'm going to kind of let you know a little bit of the stakes of this, okay? So you're not just rolling blindly. If it's 1 to 10, it's bad for you. Okay. And if it's 11 to 20, it's good for you. Cool. I'm going to roll it. Taro's filled with a a deep compulsion here. Okay. I got a 10. Mm. That's bad for you. That's the bad one, okay. That's the bad one. Okay. 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 Hey, how about this episode and the number 10? This episode brought to you by the number 10. Uh, yes. So, her hand is, like, half out the rock, and she's still clutching, like, the Alice wheel between her, her fingers. I, I continue digging. I'm not concerned about the Alice wheel. Okay, so you're trying to, like, uncover her, her body? No, I'm specifically trying to uncover the sides. Okay. The guards at the entrance to the tunnel are not bothered that we've been in here half an hour. Don't seem to be. This this is probably common occurrence to be in here quite some time. And things went crack, boom, crack, boom, crack, boom, and then stopped, and it's been half an hour. I mean, make a perception check. Yeah, 14. 14. You can hear, like, very, very, very vague murmurings, and you can see, like, a little flicker of shadow as, like, they're moving by the door. Of the of the entranceway, um, you see the flicker of like, but they're, not but they're not approaching. They're kind of staying there. You get the feeling that they're probably used to all sorts of strange things happening. You also know that the queen took Koviak here and came out without him at some point. So that's true. Yeah, there's a kind of sense of maybe this is maybe there's some sort of ritual sacrifice happening, and they're just leaving her to it. That's fair. 
So that worked. So anyway, Lua, um, you lived here long? <laughs> oh, only all my second life. Not, not a big fan of the Queen, no, though. No, not at all. Not a big fan of the monarchy, full stop. So what kind of what kind of system would you like to see put in place to re- in, in, if, if, for example, you know, the Queen was crushed to death inside a piece of rock? Well, should that ever happen and we manage to get out of this cave alive without, um, you know, being killed by the guards... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that being as a given. All of, all of that being being as it is, I, I would like to see a system of democracy, you know, of one of, of voting and uh, uh, elected yeah, elections yeah. and, you know. What sort of voting age were you thinking of? I think probably <laughs> 16 is fine, you know. If you're if you're old enough to have to choose a career, you should be old enough to vote in the country's say-so, you know. The the, the city say-so. Yeah, yeah. How, how, do you, how do you feel about, you know, like, uh, justice, prosecution systems, felonies, imprisonment? It shouldn't, shouldn't be trial by blood. No way. Not at all. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are going to end up with an issue where you're going to have prisoners. Do they still get voting rights? You know, I hadn't really <laughs> thought about it in that depth because we weren't really at that stage yet and I wasn't going to put myself no, that's forward true. for any sort of position. I just feel like maybe maybe this is stuff that someone should be considering like really right about yeah, now. Yeah, if we knew that the, the Queen was going to like die like that, we probably would have had a fucking plan B in place, but we don't, so this is it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't think this was going to work and it just has. So, as you say that... And Taro, as you are digging for the size, that hand that was lying there limply reaches up and grabs you. Make me a dexterity check. Okie dokie. A dexterity saving throw, please. Zombie queen. 18. Grapple check. Please don't say those words to me. <laughs> I've been I've been disappointed by trying to play wrestling characters in D&D before. Ooh, she rolled an 11 plus 8, which is a 19. Oh. Um, okay. So she grabs you by like the front of your MS Paint shirt that you have. <laughs> I presume you changed back into that. Yeah. Well, because well, are you in lizard form? Hmm. I don't think I am in lizard form. Actually, I don't think I thought to change. I think my concentration was broken at a point. When when when. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, I think I think Tara's concentration was broken at the point where she got splatterited. Okay. And I don't think Taro is in the mindset to change back. Okay. Uh, so she grabs you by your MS Paint shirt and pulls you real close and she goes, Traitor! And I would like you to all roll initiative, please. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Welcome, it's me, your DM, you be here to say, as always, hello. I don't know what that's from, maybe that's not really a song. It sounded like it was maybe a song, but now I can't remember. Anyway, hi, thank you for listening. Thank you so much to everyone who does listen to our show, who downloads our little episodes, who, uh, yeah, does that. Oh boy, it's gonna be one of these ones. Okay, so... Thank you so much for listening to us on whatever platform you do listen to us on. I do want to say, of course, if you have a moment and you are listening on an iDevice or you have access to an iDevice, please do head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. I know everybody asks us, every podcaster asks for it, but it's because iTunes is the platform that people listen to podcasts on the most and they have all these little funny algorithms and basically the more people that go, yeah, good show, the more iTunes is like, good show? 
to other people. So that really, really helps us out. I'd also like to say, of course, a huge, huge thank you to everybody who tweets at us, who tumblers about us, who uh, engages with us on the Discord, who creates all this awesome stuff, who's there saying hello. It's just amazing. Thank you so, so much. And of course, thank you for forgiving us because this episode is late. Because many reasons. All of them my fault. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you for forgiving me. I'm so sorry. Can I offer you a code in this trying time? We do have a very special code, Mortal Dice, all one word, which if you use on dndice.co.uk, that's d-n-d-i-c-e.co.uk, you can get 5% off your order. They do free UK shipping, they do flat shipping internationally, which is really good because I've been looking at some like international shipping and boy howdy, that hurts. That shipping cost, it hurts, but not with dndice.co.uk. Mm-mm, flat shipping really really good their dice are absolutely lovely i actually have tons of their sets i think probably most of my dice are dn dice at this time in my life they're very good dice they are gorgeous and they're like three sets that i swear are like mortal path inspired they are so gorgeous so go and check them out i also want to talk about a really really awesome kickstarter that i am so so excited for you've probably heard of en world insider N5, get it? Like, because it's D&D 5th edition, N5-I-D-E-R. They are a really, really, really amazing group of people who create awesome, awesome stuff. They have critically acclaimed adventure paths. They have loads of, like, successful Kickstarters they've already done. Their last one had nearly 2,500 backers. And there is a Kickstarter going on right now for the sequel of their original book in 2017, A Touch of Class. You can now back a Touch More class, which has nine new player classes in a 100-page full-color book. That is awesome. I have had the privilege of looking through this book, and oh my god, they are so cool. I'm a huge fan of homebrew. Of course, it's me. I love homebrew. And I just absolutely love these classes. So you've got blood weavers, macabre magicians, you've got fate benders, you've got the Gemini. I'm also a Gemini. I feel that in my soul. You have geomancers, gunfighters, lodestars, monster tamers, the savant tinkerers. It's so cool. It's so cool. I mean, like, I have Dean Beyond, obviously. We referenced it enough in the show. And I have, like, the, the playtest ones that Matthew Mercer wrote, you know, the uh, the, the gunslinger and blood, uh, blood hunter. And I've got some of the ones that are on, like, the homebrew thing as well, because I love them. These are all amazing. They are so, so cool. I really, really urge you to check out this Kickstarter to back it. It's just so awesome. And if that's not enough, if you don't already have a touch of class, they are also doing a revised edition of that book that has the alchemist, cardcaster, diabolist, 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 the Feywalker, morph, noble, occultist, like all of, honestly, like all of them would like fit into every campaign that I run. It is so cool. For a hundred pages, full color, all of the work that's gone into it, really, really check it out. These are just awesome, awesome classes and awesome Kickstarter, and I cannot recommend them enough. Of course, I'm going to include a link in our show notes. I'm also going to be tweeting out a link, and I will also pop a link in the Discord, so there should be plenty of chances to find it. But if not, if you just search on Kickstarter for a touch more class, you will find it 
They are awesome. Check it out. I also want to say, of course, as always, a huge thank you to our main man, Orion, who is not only the the mod of our Discord, but who is organising all of the transcriptions as well. Thank you so much for all of your hard work, Orion. We are so grateful. And of course, a huge thank you to our wonderful Rachel Graff, who wrote our theme tune. You can find Rachel Graff at www.rachelgraff.com. That's Graff with G-R-A-F-F, two Fs there and that is our Rachel Graff she does awesome music check out her YouTube check out her Twitter check out all the really cool projects that she's doing and support her because she is wonderful okay I'm gonna let y'all get back to this episode now because my god I did not think we'd be here for at least another 10 episodes but here we are here we go She is hurt. You have done a lot of damage to her and I'm going to roll that damage in a minute. Oh my god! She got a nat 20. Okay. I got 19. 7. I got 13. Yeah, my 19 plus my dex makes it 24. Oh. Well, I am imagining she's also got a bit of rock in the old noggin. So... Nog rock. <laughs> I mean, she's surely she's got disadvantage because you can't fucking see us. You've just uncovered her body. Yeah, body, not face, man. We think her hand. No, you said that you had just uncovered her to get to the sides. I deliberately. Oh asked. yeah, yeah, oh, that's see. true. I was totally doing that. Yeah. Oh, the right. sides are on her back. You have Piss. uncovered her, oh. and she has waited for her Piss. to be dug out before she oh. has reached for terror. So you sent her into ten foot of rock. Okay, Kitty, it's your go. Uh, so can I assume that she is in uh, melee or adjacent to? Yeah. But, right, okay. I am going to throw a dagger at okay. her. Okay, as a free action, I'm going to scream. Okay. Oh. And then I am going to throw literally everything I have at her. So this is my dagger event. Well, we'll see if it hits. Okay. Oh, fuck. 15. That hits her armor class. Exactly. <laughs> Thank God. Okay, so, right. This is going to be re-rolling lots of dice. It's going to be very, very boring. I apologize. She's prone. So, uh, oh, she is. So you have disadvantage. She's prone. Sorry. Fucking hell. Okay, that, well, that was a fifteen. So I hit her anyway. Twelve piercing damage. Plus. Plus thirteen poison. Plus. Uh, this is shadow strike as well. I meant to say that. Do I get to use it? No. Okay, mm. fine. Plus eight sneak attack. Okay. That's everything on that one. It is completely reflexive. It moves so fast. Narium isn't totally aware that she's done it, which is why she forgot to do the shadow strike. She just goes, ah! Okay. And it's like that thing where you see a spider and, and you think it's dead and then it moves and the slipper <laughs> is in your hand and there's a smear on the floor before you even realize what you've yep, done. Yeah, fair. So you fling yeah. the dagger and like it sinks into her chest with this like little kind of spray of blood all over you, Taro. Like right in your face, there is this ah. of blood over you. Uh, you. Do you want to roll something for that? Like we talked about? No, so I think something is already... Do you want me to like okay. say what I was what I was going with? So far, yeah. or like, fill in. so I think if you'd seen Tara up till now, you would notice that he was wearing the mask over his face. Yeah. But the mask, I think, has slipped to one side now with with the grappling. You can see that his his eyes are kind of bl- like burning with like purple flames at the moment. Holy shit! And, and he looks kind of almost feral. Yeah. Which yeah. is probably 
what you would have noticed from from the way he's moving. But I think I think there's there's a kind of blink of of realization of something when when he gets like splattered with that blood. But I don't think I'm gonna do anything with that yet. When it comes around to my turn, I'll, okay. I'll see. We'll see where things are in that state. Okay. okay. It is. You see the okay. go right now. No, because I have a bonus oh, sorry. action. What is your bonus action? Uh, my bonus action is I'm gonna throw another knife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, no, I rolled two threes. I didn't. I didn't get her. The other one goes clang, 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 clang on the floor, and I go, oh fuck, tarot. Yep. Actually, your dagger <laughs> that you miss kind of like sinks into the rock in a way that it shouldn't be able to into the rubble, uh... and there's like another little drip of like this old congealed blood-like thing from the rock around you. Uh, it is now Eusebius's go, and Eusebius is going to like pull one of these sides. From her, so she's gonna like half sit up, still kind of holding on to you. She's not like climbed to like her feet yet, but she sits up enough that she pulls one of these sides around and she goes with it right at you, Taro, who is standing over her. Oh, I was doing like the bare minimum to get the side, so I would have assumed she'd still be like half in the wall or something. Okay, so she's like half the wall, so she kind of like half pushes out of it. So we'll say that like it's her whole movement to basically like get out the wall. She's still kind of like prone, she's not like on her feet yet, but she was like shoving the rock up. She's still got you, she's going to swing at you with her scythe. Cool. Which scythe? This one is the black, kind of like jagged, raggy one. Oh, the the old one? Yeah. Cool. Uh, And that's a 24 to hit. I'm gonna reaction. Uh huh. And swap places for Taro. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, describe what this looks like. This is the first time you've used this. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of it as like a, a snap. Like, we just sort of. You, you blink and you miss it. It's like, I don't know, a snap. Like, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a little pop. Like a firecracker noise. Okay. So, does 24 hit you? Yes, it does. Okay, oh, wow. So, yeah. She rolled good. Uh, so that is seven points of slashing damage. Cool. On her first attack. And as she like holds like onto like now kind of your front of your kind of like shirt, her eyes kind of widen and then they burn with rage as she goes and she is going to go into a mechanical rage and she is going to attack you again. With a twenty-three. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, so that is a oh god. So another seven points of slashing damage as she just kind of like carves you with the scythe. And it's like ragged. And as you like see it happening at the corner of your eye, some of your blood on the blade like sinks into it. Oh, that's not nice. (laughs) That's a thing. That's the whole thing. (laughs) Yep. Taro. Oh, good Lord. You're both close to her. Yeah, you're both close. No one's at mid distance. And Nerium is at long range behind. I wouldn't say I'm at long range. It's not that big a cave. I would say that I was 20 foot behind, but not much more than okay, that. That's fine. You're you're a mid range. I think. Can I flavor text this? Can I go into my bullshit a little bit? Please. Yes. Of course. I would love that. So I think. Yes. Like, you probably like. I think the characters in the scene are not looking at Tara at this point. But if they were, they would see Tara kind of take like a step back, um, and then that that light would kind of dim down to like a kind of a kind of constant purple, but not like blaring out mm-hmm. and then i think you'd see them take a, a kind of deep breath push the mask back down over oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure what descriptors to use here this is difficult yeah. we'll stick we'll stick with yeah it goes back down over taro's face okay and then taro starts to like move forward but in a way that like 
you wouldn't have seen from Tara before. It's it's in kind of it's incredibly deliberate. So Ooh. like each like movement of the legs is like moves the foot to like the perfectly expected position, kind of slides in, and then the tail perfectly counterbalances every movement. Mm. So I think I still have my sword from previous adventures. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to stab Eusebius with it. Okay, make me an attack roll, please. Oh, it's a nine, unfortunately. Okay, so you kind of like get it into parts of her ceremonial armor, and while it's not like clearly it's not good armor, it's not actually meant to to defend her. Like the metal does catch. She kind of like half like shoves her shoulder, and she looks at you, and like her head kind of like cocks a bit as she actually like realizes who you are standing there. Yeah. Because she didn't seem to quite like get it when you were first there, out of the surprise of what had happened. Now it looks like she's like clocked you being there although with a weird mask on a sense with this attack that it's not so much meant to hurt it's more meant to like prod and see a reaction okay she like there's like a, a kind of like plume of like white smoke trails out like she's just in a very sick vape basically like there's a plume of white smoke. oh my god i love it love a sick vape yep, she's, <laughs> love a yeah. sick combat vape yeah she does a sick combat vape. See, like, as if i didn't dislike her enough it looks like I can do Bardic Inspiration as a bonus action. Yes, you can! Yeah, okay. Um, oh my... What? Who are you and what have you done with Tarot? Moving with purpose, casting Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> do I have to roll for this or can I just do it? No, you can just do it. But but what do you do that's inspiring to whoever you give this to? I think you just hear like a kind of whistle. It's a whistle that just like whistles out like a series of like five notes or something. Mm. And I think Nerium here's this one and it's it's like deeply stirring in some way oh i feel strangely moved nerium take a take a magic dice okay how big is my magic dice it's a d8 apparently nice is it already awesome nat you'll go uh firstly i'm gonna bonus action Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna say bullies like you deserve death wow curse her Okay. Yep. She is cursed. And then, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a make an attack. Okay. Um, I think I. This is the first time I'm casting this spell. So do I need to roll oh, the d20 yes. oh, of fate? Oh yeah, you absolutely do. Do okay. Do I need to roll to cast it the first time and then again because I'm casting a spell? Yes. Oh, that's a three. Oh, you kind of like summon this magic and it pulls and then there's something about this room that kind of nudges it out the way. It kind of makes it not happen and you lose that, I'm afraid. Do I lose the action? Yes, but I will let you take another bonus action. Yeah, sure. I see. Booby death and my sword flames. Okay, you ignite the sword again. Okay. Kitty. I have just seen how... Eusebius just took a couple of slices through mm-hmm. Nat and I realised that I didn't say previously that I'd put my mage armour on. Okay, yeah. So I think I kind of <laughs> have to take my action on this occasion yeah. as being I'm going to cast a spell in this room and the spell is going to be mage yes, armour and I go poof, poof with a black smoke comes out and comes back in again. Roll me a d20 and please. I roll my d20. And I get a seven. A seven? Which is a lucky number. Lucky seven. And I sprout wings and I fly <laughs> away. Wow. And there's, 
there's no damage to anyone. At least it wasn't a turn. To anyone. Um, okay. And I lift up a friend in each hand, mm -hmm. and off we go. And I say, sorry, Lua. There are, like, these sudden, like, spurts of blood from the rocks around you. Oh, this good kind Lord. of, like, almost like, like you have hit jugular veins in them. There is this kind of, like, cacophony. Um, and you, you kind of notice that some of, like, the magic, the black smoke of yours, like, settles into the rocks. Like, some of it is, like, whisked away and pulled into them. Shit. Does that affect my armor class? No, it doesn't do any. No, no, no. It doesn't. It absorbs a bit of the magic, but it doesn't lessen the effect of the spell. Yeah, exactly. Cracking. And as my bonus action, unfortunately, I can't attack Eusebius because I didn't use my first action as a weapon. But I can make an insight check against a creature that I can see that is an incapacitated, contested by the target's deception check. Okie dokie. However, I have disadvantage on, in on insight checks at the moment, so I will roll with disadvantage. Uh, one of those is a one, but I'm a halfling, so... Oh, yeah. Okay, right, that's uh, 11. She rolled a 13. She doesn't get a bonus to that, so but. she's got a straight 13 on Did that Did you use the Bardic Inspiration? Uh, oh, hang on, my insight check is plus four, so 11 plus four 14. is... 14. 15. 15. So I beat her. 15. We nice. 15. I can math is hard. Fucking, why am I a rogue when I can't add up? Yep. Um, yes, so I got 15. That means that I can use sneak attack against that target even without advantage on the attack roll, etc., etc., until I use this feature against a different target. Okay, very nice. Okie dokie. End of your go? You moving anywhere or anything like that? I am going to hop from one foot to the other and make panic noises. Okay. And say, Lua, Lua, are you fighting? Uh, Lua is not. Lua is plastered against the wall in horror because I don't want to control two NPCs. So <laughs> Lua is frightened. <laughs> Lua is frightened. This is familiar. Yeah, and is watching, and I don't want to control all these NPCs. Getting, getting deja vu Stop here. Stop bringing NPCs with you to fight with you, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Do your own dirty work. We need work. to leave Findex. I tried to bring a whole gang, but you, <laughs> no. the, the numbers weren't having it. Uh, okay, you see this is go. So she is going to use her movement to stand up. So she is, she's going to use half her movement to stand up. So she is no longer prone. And she, like, pulls out this this short sword, Ardell, in one hand. And she has the scythe in the other. And she just kind of goes... <sighs> and there is this burst of, like, cloud that is, like, steam. It's so hot. And everyone within technically a 10-foot aura, which the both of you are... Uh, takes four fire damage each from her oh. as she just kind of like like a venting um, geyser of like hot steam just kind of <laughs> around her and she is going to attack you napped with the short sword oh 17 I am gonna cast shield so what does it look like what does the shield look like uh, I think it's shadows just um, forming in front of where the blade hits Ooh, uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm... also roll a d20 because I cast a spell. Oh yes, you did. Thank oh, you. No. Thank you for keeping on top of this, guys. That's a two. A two. Okay. Nerium. Oh fuck. That song that you can hear. Yes. Goes silent. Ooh. And then you hear all these like little voices, and they're just going, "What was that? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that?" Kind of ah! getting louder and louder until they kind of like ebb away again. Oh, we woke something up. That's ominous. Uh, okay. She is going to take uh, her her scythe, the, the kind of jagged, ragged 
nasty one and swing out again at you, Taro. That's another 17. She rolled two nines there. I have 12 AC, yeah. Fuck! 12? Yeah, I don't have any armor. Oh, you I have two dexterity and no armor. <laughs> oh, you fool. Uh, and a backup okay. character rolled. Yeah, I she mean... is going to use her savage attacker feet and see if we roll any better. No, we didn't. 10 points of slashing damage against you as she just like rips out again with this side. And she lets out this like unholy screech of just fury. And she uh, is that is the end of her go. Taro. Mm, so I'm down to like half health, so I should probably not be in melee range anymore. I mean, I really do want to attack, but also it may kill me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do want to attack though. Ooh, 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 okay. Can I like go in for an attack, but make a feint and then try and like get the second scythe off her? Yeah, make me a sleight of hand check. Okay. 19. 19. She is, she's going to make a dexterity saving throw, okay. basically, to see if she can get out the way of this. It's uh, rolled an 11 and a 12, so 15. So you manage, it's going to be a whole turn to get the scythe off her back, but you can get the other scythe yeah. off her back. Uh, so I think V goes in for, like, a lunge, but at the last minute kind of ducks under and then grabs a hold of Eusebius's arm with, like, mm. her tail and then just, like, swings onto her back and, and okay. pries it off before, like, attempting okay. a dismount. Holy okay, make shit. me an acrobatics check, please. Where's this tarot To see how well you can dismount. Yeah, this is definitely tarot here, definitely. Uh-huh. Acrobatics is 17. 17. Yep, so you managed to to roll away. You're still, I'm going to say that you're still within like melee range of her. Otherwise, she would take an attack of opportunity. Yeah, just you. basically just like flipped off the back. Okay. And, um, I think I probably either dropped the sword or like picked it up in with the tail during that maneuver. Okay. Can I, can I also say, I, feel free to shoot this one down, but can I say that the scythe changes shape depending on who holds it? I, I think in time it would, but right away, not immediately. All right. What is the first change that it makes? A small one. I think the, the shaft of it starts to get thinner. Okay. The, All right. The, like, the wooden stick or whatever oh, it is. Oh, Taro. Because hey, I think it probably is, like, <laughs> probably before it, like, because Eusebius has very big hands, right? I think yep. it probably has quite a, like, wide diameter on it. And I think it's, it's like, starting to get thinner to a kind of okay. size more fit for Taro's hands. It's not the size of your side shaft. It's what you do with it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Okay, you have a very magical scythe in your hands. And if you attack with it, I will tell you what you're doing with it. Okay, cool. Okay. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So, Nat. I'm going to say Ignis and oh. uh, thrust at her. I want you to know, Gary, every time that you have a word uh -huh. for a spell, I write it down and try and work out what rude thing it is backwards. <laughs> 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 Dingy. Fifteen. That hits. That hits her. Okay, so this is going to be a d4, two d8, uh, and a four. So my sword does a d8. Green flame blade does a d8. My sword does an extra d4 fire, and I've got four dexterity. Oh. Dexter. <laughs> 12. 12 in total. Oh. Uh, that is reduced because she is raging currently. Oh no. And she has resistance to fire damage. She has resistance to uh, magical uh, piercing damage as well. It's magical for the purposes of overcoming resistance. Oh yeah. Okay. So how much of that was your? How much of that was the magical? 
piercing. That was nine damage. Okay. Was Green Flame Blade a spell that you cast? Yeah, it was. Yes. Uh-oh. Roll me that d20. It's a uh, six. Okay. So, so there is this like secondary crack that's much quieter than the first one. And all three of you see this like flash of like black smoke and embers from the altar. And there is like something in that smoke that's sitting there. Well, that's no good. Yeah. Don't know what it is. Kitty, you'll go. Oh, God. I think that Nerium is scared enough that she is also going to cast her version of Green Flame Blade, mm-hmm. which um, she has already cast once, so she knows how to do it. Um, let's see if it hits. Oh, Christ, I'm running like shit for actually hitting things. Now, I don't have my Dagger of Venom because it doesn't return. Get off that. Um... <laughs> I don't have my dagger of venom because it doesn't return, but I do have throwing knife. Lou is acting up. <laughs> the damn cat. Damn cats. Sorry, he's trying to walls. eat my thread cones. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, this is why I try and shut him out, and then he wails until I let him in. You're a little shit. <laughs> Poor Lua. Uh, okay, so. <clears throat> I'm back in the zone, I'm back in the zone. Right, yes, I'm going to uh, try and cast Shadow Strike, which is like Green Flame Blade, but it's cold damage because I like reflavoring my yes. Okay. Um, however, I have just rolled a 12. Doesn't hit. Okay, that's fine. Um, and I will throw another one. Okay, same spell. Which means I am now down to... Uh, no, I can't cast okay. it as a bonus action. Uh, that is a 5 plus 8. Mm. So that's 13. Doesn't hit. Also doesn't hit. Nope. I am rolling like shit. Okay, and I'm going to say... Okay, okay. Uh, uh, right, I've only got one dagger left and there's something in that altar and I feel like we might need to do a leave. Roll me a d20, please, for casting your spell. Okay, that's a 15. 15, okay. There is a, like, crunching, rendering sound from the wall next to you, Miriam. <laughs> I love Sorry. this. Rending. 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 Okay. Love it. <laughs> Just a fan. <laughs> Give you a break. <laughs> splat, splat, splat. Ah, uh, very funny. Hard drives whirring along there. Just CPU turning <laughs> over. Oh, see, I was thinking about rendering houses on the outside. Yeah, plus. I thought about both. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rending. Hey. Hey. There's a rending, tearing sound from the rock beside you. And Nerium, as you glance over... There is a hole in the rock, and this hole is exactly Nerium shaped. Oh! Ah, no! Ah, yes! Fucking miss me with that Junjo Ito shit. I don't like it. Dope. No!